What's up, world? It's me, Pastor Free, and it's Friday. You already know what that means, don't you? It's another Free and D Friday podcast. I'm about to help you get this day started right, you heard me? Church all your life. Yeah, boy. I'm a church boy. Oh yeah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we should rejoice and be glad in it. All right, enough with all that churchy stuff. Thank God it's Friday. Somebody out there, you barely made it through the week. You almost put your hands on your boss, but the Holy Ghost uh, held you back. And thank God for it, because uh, we don't need you fired in this season. Listen, free funny, ain't he? Ain't I, ain't I funny? Tell the truth. Tell the truth, I'm funny. Listen, here's a little joke to help you get your day started right. I'm going to be honest with you up front. This one is a little sketchy, but this is the podcast, not the pulpit. Here we go. It's called Damn Fish. <laughs> a boy is selling fish on a corner. To get his customer's attention, he's yelling, damn fish for sale. Get your damn fish here. A pastor hears that and asks, why are you calling them damn fish? The boy responds, because I caught these fish at the local dam. The pastor buys a couple fish, takes them home to his wife, and asks her to cook the damn fish. The wife responds, surprised. I didn't know it was acceptable for a preacher to speak that way. He explains to her why they are damn fish and later at the dinner table he asks his son to pass the damn fish his son responds that's the spirit dad now pass the effing potatoes <laughs> listen if that wasn't funny to you it's something wrong with your funny because free funny Man, I'm just trying to get you through this traffic, get you started on another Friday with this Free Indeed Friday podcast. So check it out. Uh, on Free Indeed Fridays, I usually play some of this free time music, music from my catalog that spans over 30 years of music writing and production. Today, I got a special treat for you. Many of you know, and some may not, that I spent a good chunk of my life singing as a part of a male gospel group called No Weapon. Uh, that's Pastor James Callahan and my brother Michael Johnson. Uh, we make up No Weapon. We made some amazing music over the years. Uh, and so I'm about to uh, play. Callie the DJ put together this mashup uh, for a verses I was doing online. And I'm just going to play a little bit of some songs that we run together, some live performances, some studio recordings. But it's about to go down in W style. Let's go in W. Oh, no. No You're trying. I gotta let my brain I got to buy it. So 
drummer boy, drummer boy. Been gone too long, drummer boy, drummer boy. Come on back home, drummer boy, drummer boy. Lay down that chrome, drummer boy. Apple of your mother's eye, your daddy's pride and joy. So full of potential. That was that NW mashup by Callie the DJ. If you're interested in more No Weapon music, uh, we got a mixtape on Apple Music. Uh, you can get our Christmas EP, This Throw Christmas, on SoundCloud or YouTube. Uh, it's really just time for us to put out some new music, and it's going to happen real soon, I promise you. Uh, y'all pray for us. We're going to get that thing done in the coming year, hopefully. We have done some things individually, and we've even collaborated or featured on each other's solo records. But it's just something magical when no weapon come together. So it's about time to get in the studio, brothers. Man, it's another Free Indeed Friday podcast. That means it's Friday. Listen, I'm excited because I think today I'm going to shortstop and get me some damn fish. <laughs> Family, I believe there is a word from the Lord today. Uh, and as I've been going <laughs> these Fridays through a sermon series I preach called Priorities, my conviction, I strongly believe that only when we align ourselves with God's will for our lives can we experience the fullness of God's faith. And blessings. And that starts with reprioritizing God, making the main thing the main thing in our lives. As I've said to you, if you want to get into the live action of our preaching, you're more than welcome uh, to like the Free Indeed Ministries page on Facebook, or you can also uh, follow the Abundant Life Church on Facebook or on YouTube. But anyway, this is part four of the sermon series Priorities. And I call this sermon is hard out here here for a preacher. The whole sermon is about prioritizing the preaching and teaching of God's word. And the truth of the matter is a whole lot of us want God's blessings, but don't want God's Bible. I'm not going to give you the whole sermon right here, but I want you to drop into the sanctuary of the Abundant Life Church with me real quick and listen to part four of priorities. Here you go. Somebody should have said amen. Amen. Listen, I started a sermon series last uh, month called priorities and we've been going through this series trying to get our priorities straight uh, with the, with the uh, thought the commandment with the promise 
the faith that if we align ourselves properly with God's will for our lives, then God can bless us. It's not that God doesn't want to bless you. It's that many times our lives are out of alignment. And it's a poor parent who rewards poor behavior. I'm going to say it one more time. It's a poor parent who rewards poor behavior. Uh, Kayla and I are psychology majors, and we learned that in learning, behavioral learning, the way you increase good behavior is by rewarding. Because whatever you reward, that person will continue that behavior. And many times we want God to bless us not tithing, bless us not worshiping, bless us being materialistic, bless us putting other things before him. And God says, I can't reward that because that's not the desired behavior. But what, what will happen is if you come in alignment with my will for your life, then you will be abundantly blessed. Somebody shout abundantly blessed. And so today we come to priorities four. The first three were probably easier for you to uh, swallow. We talked about putting God first. Uh, we talked about, you know, what you need to do with your money priority-wise. This one, you, it might be a curveball. Uh, first, uh, second Timothy, excuse me, chapter four. Let's recite our pre-word mantra. This is my Bible, the infallible word of God. I am what it says I am. I can have what it says I can promises of God are sure of my life. Amen. I almost drunk out that cup, but you know somebody on the stream would have been like, what's the pastor free drinking out that uh? <laughs> Woo. Second Timothy chapter four, the word of the Lord reads, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom. I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Y'all see that? Verse 4, they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith, now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing this is the word of God for the people of God thanks be to God this is priorities part four and I want to talk from the thought it's hard out here for a preacher it's hard out here for a preacher those of you who uh, just saved this year. I know you heard the melody. What was it? UGK? What, who was that? Look, look, y'all mad. Uh-uh, it wasn't them. The movie was Hustle and Flow. The group was who? 
Three, look, oh, that's a deacon that knew it was 3-6 Mafia. Oh, God Almighty, help us, Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's hard out here for a preacher. We've been dealing with priorities, uh, like I said, for the last three weeks. And this week we come to uh, something that perhaps you don't even think is a priority, which is the purpose of the message. Uh, family, I can't say that I'm a Calvinist, and I don't have time to unpack what that means. You can go and look it up. Uh, and don't necessarily agree with much of his theology. However, uh, I do agree when John Calvin said this regarding the primacy of the gospel. He says, without the gospel, everything is useless and vain. Without the gospel, we are not Christians. Without the gospel, all riches is poverty. All wisdom, folly before God, strength is weakness, and all the justice of man is under the condemnation of God. All of this is true without the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Mark, if that's true, then we ought to be digesting more of the gospel. Truth of the matter is we Facebook more than we his book. <laughs> the truth is we live in a day and age where people devalue the preaching of the word of God. And this is obvious and evident because we devalue the preacher. Unlike the saints of old scales, we treat the preacher like trash. And honestly, the preacher bears the oracles of eternal life. We know that preaching is devalued, Deacon Brown, when people who claim to be Christians can go weeks or even months without being fed the word of God. We, we, we know the word is devalued. Preaching is devalued. When people come to worship and sit through every part. But when the word goes forth, that's the time to take a restroom break. Pass notes. Play Candy Crush. Scroll your Facebook timeline. Look through your Snapchats. Or take a nap. Bars. Uh, I, I thank God for the band at ALC because we don't have this problem, but in many churches across the country, sermon time is the time that musicians come and play their songs but use this moment for smoke breaks and macking in the back end breaks. P people can't sit through a whole sermon to be taught the word of God in context, but like to watch these little reposted short clips that only affirm our petty agendas. You'll look at something to tell you about how the haters is coming from you. But, but, but the word of God usually puts haters in context. Oh, y'all quiet in the mug in here. We, we, we devalue the word of God. We know this because people try to make all the other components of worship equal to the word of God. Don't get mad at me. Let's be honest. The contemporary church has become known for many things. Somebody say many things. If you're on the stream, type it many things. Some come to be stirred by the singing. Some come to be entertained by the dance. Some come simply to fraternize and fellowship and still others come to gander and gossip. But if I had time, I'd poll the room today and ask, why did you come? Why, why did you come to church? Those of you who are on the stream, what, what was your purpose for tuning in today? Today, I want to contend that the word of God tells us that our priority should be, must be, the preached word 
of God. Not just when we come to church, but as a part of our everyday lives. Pastor Free, why are you suggesting that preaching is important? Because Romans 10 and 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Verse 12, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Bible says you don't know who to call when you're in trouble unless you believe. And, and, and how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear? I'm reading the Bible. This ain't a comic book, ain't a magazine. How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? So it's written. How beautiful are the feet. I got beautiful feet. Of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings. Y'all ain't talking back to me good enough. I'm saying preaching and hearing the word of God, especially in times like these, should be a chief priority. You ought to ingest more word than you do the haves and have nots. You, you, you ought to in, in, ingest more word than who that, who that dude that be yelling at people, the self-help dude that just be yelling. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Bald head, I think. He just yell. Oh, you ain't, you ain't. Oh, I guess y'all don't pay attention to him. Okay, cool. We, we on good ground. Here, here it is. The preaching and teaching of the word is essential, family. Those of you who are on the stream, it's important that you stream in and get a word throughout the week and on Sundays. And the devil knows this. That's why he makes our attention spans so short. I'm looking around the room right now. I'm about uh, seven minutes into the introduction. And half of you, I've lost you already. I'm saying this to get you back. Because the sad part is you will sit through a movie that starts slow and lasts for hours and have no problem sitting through a terrible movie. Last night I watched a terrible movie. Terrible. A terrible movie. And I watched it to the end. Didn't go home till the movie was over. It was terrible. And the end of the conclusion is that there are some folk who will sit through foolishness. But the word of God bores you. Put you to sleep. The difference between life and death is too much for you. I can't, I can't, uh-uh. Mm. We can talk on the phone for hours about nothing. Anybody real enough to say you've been on the phone with somebody for a long time and y'all really wasn't talking about nothing? You, you coming up with stuff to say. Uh, how, how's the weather there? You know, just the, the sermon is often distracted because the devil knows crying babies, walking grown folks, thoughts about whatever you're going to eat for lunch today. Crazy thing is you can work Monday through Friday and forget about lunch. Y'all hear how quiet it got? You forgot to eat. Oh, but when you're in church and the word is going for 
you didn't plated it. You prepared it and plated it in your mind. And so here it is, 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul is in prison. Uh, this is kind of like his, his final hurrah, if you will. He knows he'll be dying soon and wants to leave the church of Jesus Christ in good hands. So he's talking to young Timothy. But as he's talking to Timothy, he also is very aware because word has come to him that people who once claimed to be a part of the church have now turned away from faith. I'm preaching this because in 2021, there are people who grew up in church and now church is beneath them. Y'all ain't talking back. I'm talking about before the pandemic. Now, some folk want to run back to Jesus when COVID came out. They say, can I get some Christ for this COVID? The truth of the matter is a whole lot of people had given up on God, given up on faith. And it's in this context that Paul says to Timothy, in the presence of God and Jesus, who will judge the quick and the dead, I give you this charge. that You need to prioritize preaching. Now, I need us to understand today that Paul is talking to Timothy as a preacher, but he's also talking to those who are the people of God because there's a plural word that he says when he says preach the word. He basically says, y'all preach the word. And somebody's saying this is up to Pastor Free when the truth of the matter is maybe I have been called out, but that don't mean you ain't been called. You ain't talking back to me. And just like I preach it from here, you ought to preach it from your cubicle. You, you ought to preach it from your Facebook. You, you ought to preach it when you're at the Little League games. Uh, listen, you ought not be an in-the-closet Christian. I thought I'd have seven folk right there that will testify. Pastor Free, I may not know every scripture in the Bible, but I do know what the Lord has done for me. Uh, I can testify that when I was lost in sin, uh, he saved my soul. Uh, when I was about to lose my mind, uh, he gave me peace and pulled me back off the ledge. Uh, I'm looking for somebody in the room that will declare, uh, just give me a platform and I'll preach about his goodness. Uh, I'll talk about his mercy. Uh, I'll share about his love. And so here it is. Uh, he says, I want you to do this in light of the fact that one day, we will be judged. I don't need you to miss this. He says, first of all, the preaching of the gospel has an eternal consequence. If you're writing, write this down. If we don't preach the gospel, one day it will cost us. Like you think it's cool for you to just be going through life, doing what you do because YOLO. Shopping, bopping, topping, dropping. You figure that out. And yet and still, you are not sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and you think it's all good. No, one day we'll have to pay the piper because this charge is rooted in a culmination that one day Jesus Christ will judge the living and the dead. And not only that, he will appear. Somebody shout appear. The reason that I preach as hard as I do is because one day I know that Jesus Christ himself is coming back to give an account, to receive an account of what the works that we have done. Listen, I tell my children all the time, I, I say I'm leaving huh? and when I come back huh? I want such and such to be done huh? and they don't know when I'm coming back huh? and so sometime when I come back, huh? they sitting around playing Madden, huh? sitting around acting like they got all the time in the world huh? and many times it'll cost you huh? to be caught with your work undone. Huh? Is there anybody that knows Jesus is on his way back huh? and no man knows the 
Because one day he will appear. And when he appears, he will establish his kingdom on the earth. And that's for y'all. Because I plan to be gone on the first round. To be raptured away. But then when he establishes his kingdom on the earth, there'll be perhaps another opportunity for somebody to get it right. But we'll have to give an account for whether or not we did prioritize preaching. We'll be judged for how we prioritize preaching, for how we handled and how we heard the preached word of God. How important is the preaching of God's word in your life? Let me go ahead and say, if you listen to more songs than you do sermons, you ain't going to have much strength. Because strength ain't in the melody, it's in the message. Y'all ain't talking back to me. I'm saying that it's good for you to listen to worship. It's good for you to feel moved by the melodies. But at the end of the day, when the storms of life are raging, I I need to be rooted in the word of God. I I need to know what thus saith the Lord when the doctor says it's cancer. When my daddy dies on me, I need to know that there is a God who will wipe away me. Every tear from your eyes. Somebody ought to declare, I am one. I want to be rooted in the word of God. And so, so it has eternal consequence. It says, in light of the fact that Jesus will appear, will return, I'm giving you this charge. And I love this word charge because charge is really a command. It's a rallying cry. It's literally something that we ought to be saying to each other. It's like a chant or a cheer. You know, some of y'all used to be in high school. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, he's our man. He can't do it. No one can. Go back, go back. Go back to your hood. Cheerleaders ain't got no booty and your coach is no good. Just... Depend on what side of school, what side of town you would school on. These were rallying cries. You would come together and you would cheer. And here Paul uses the same sentiment. He said, those of us who are on the Lord's side ought to rally around this charge. Preach the word. Which bothers me because I can be in a church full of people who claim to be Christian. And they sit there looking at me like cows at a new gate. When in our pep rally, you ought to be crying, preach the word. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Matter of fact, let me let you in on a little secret. If you bark back at me, I'll sit down quicker because I'll think you got it. But the truth of the matter is some folks sit there like a tree planted by the rivers of water declaring I shall not be moved. But if you believe God's word, if you love God's word, if you need God's word, give you this this charge y'all preach the word really what you do is you show up on Sunday 
so I can give you some good stuff to say. Because we all supposed to be preaching the word. Elijah, you supposed to preach it at school. Preach the word. Yeah, Ash, you supposed to preach it when you're building decks. Preach the word. Ricky, preach it while you're driving buses. Preach the word. Scales, preach it while you're cooking taco. Preach the word. We all have this assignment to share the good news. Y'all ain't talking back. And it is good news of Jesus Christ. Now, not only is he saying y'all preach, but there is this elite assignment that he's giving to Timothy. He says, you have been chosen. We, we like to use the term called. And the truth of the matter is there's a difference between called, as we all are called, out of sin, out of darkness. Right? Jesus said, many have been called, but few have been chosen. There are two different Greek words in that uh, passage. I think it's Matthew 14, 22. Uh, 22, 14, excuse me. It says, uh, uh, many have been called. That's Kletos. It means invited, called, but few have been chosen. That's ekletas, ekaleo. So we are all called, but some of us have been called out. Y'all ain't talking back to me. And he says to Timothy, he says, you are one of the called out ones. And you have been called and chosen for this charge to preach the word. Now, my problem is we've got a whole lot of folk who are playing preachers. And because folk are playing preacher, we have diminished the value of preaching. Now, I'm not saying longevity is the only thing that's necessary. But I'm saying there are a whole lot of Johnny-come-latelys that just decided to get an itch for Jesus. And then all of a sudden, they somebody's pastor. Perhaps we diminish the value of preaching when we imply that anyone can do it. Listen, a chameleon there said something about riding dirty. Anybody in the room riding dirty? You raise, ah, you raise your hand. That means your tags is out. Maybe you don't have no insurance. You're an illegitimate driver. Well, the truth of the matter is in the kingdom, there are a whole lot of folk who are preaching dirty. Ain't been called. Ain't been anointed. Ain't been sent. They just, I wish I had somebody that would talk back to me. We, we have devalued and diminished the office, the gift that is preaching. And when you do that, Dre, you won't prioritize preaching. That's right. I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm picking at y'all. We like to send these little videos. I'm going to tell y'all, don't send me them videos no more because I don't like it. I'm being honest. It, you know, you should let people know when they offend you. I'm, I'm, don't send me them little videos of little children with the, with the towel hollering and screaming in the corner talking about how cute they is. That's a little preacher. The reason I can't stand it is because I was a little preacher. Yeah. And I know what it's like to yeah. be ridiculed on the schoolyard. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. To be talked yeah. bad to by yeah. teachers because yeah. of an actual call. Yeah. And not something that's cute. Y'all ain't talking back to me. And so I'm saying stop sitting there because what we do is we make it like anybody who's hollering and giving antics is preaching. Y'all are quiet. And the truth of the matter is the preaching of the gospel is more than sweat and shouting. It's more than antics. Somebody talk back to me if there is no substance. If you are not rightly dividing the word of truth, that ain't preaching. That's a show. Sadly, just like little children who 
diminish the value of preaching when we imply that anyone can do it. We've made preaching so entertaining that it has lost its eliteness. You ought to have to take some lumps, some stripes. Peter, Paul went to jail for preaching. Now you mean to tell me any Negro who can go live get a chance to be on the same plane? Y'all quiet? While I'm there, let me go ahead and say, I get tired of folk talking about, ooh, that'll preach. Did you see such and such a movie? That'll preach. Like y'all mad because some of y'all been doing it. It's all right. I'm, I'm help. This is my job today. I'm talking about prioritizing the word of God. Every little meme that make you feel good is not a word from the Lord. That'll preach. Now I've been. I'm the main one. I started this sermon talking about it's hard out here for a preacher, but that is what you call an illustration. And we ought not preach illustrations. We use illustrations to preach the word. And so Paul says to Timothy, don't preach comic books. Don't preach lies. Don't preach pop culture. Don't preach memes. Don't preach your personal agenda. Preach the word. If ever I ain't in this book, get up and walk out. Because at that point, I'm no longer holding to the charge. Preach the word. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Don't preach Oprah. Don't preach Dr. Phil. Preach the word. Don't preach the top 20. Don't preach whatever's playing at Tinseltown. Preach the word. And there are a whole lot of folk who are no longer preaching the Bible because the Bible is not popular. When you have not been chosen or charged, then you can easily quit. That's right. And so there are some who have deviated away from preaching the word because they were never charged to preach the word. And if I haven't been charged to preach the word, then I'm going to preach whatever will get, get your money. I'm going to preach whatever going to make you fall out on the floor. God deliver me from a nation of prophets. Who never tell people to live right. John, every blessing you ever wanted from God is coming tomorrow. And it don't even matter how hellish you live today. In Jesus' name, he coming in a Honda. And all of y'all are so thirsty to see deliverance, to see blessing, to see breakthrough. Everybody go up in a dance, shout, buck, fall on the floor. We go one way or under God or go the other way. And the word of God has not been. I didn't expect nobody to get happy today because I'm happy all by myself. Here, here it is. Preach the word. Well, Cam, if I'm a preach the word, what in the world does that look like? The preaching of the gospel has an eternal consequence. But then the preaching of the gospel is an enormous call. Huge. Gigantimous. Magnanimous. Big. He says, preach the word. Jordan, what does that mean? Be instant. Be prepared in season and out of season. A call to preach is a call to preparation. And ain't nothing worse 
than an unprepared preacher. You can tell when somebody get up and just start talking about whatever's on top of their mind. Well, that doesn't make no sense at all. I know his thoughts are not our thoughts, but dang. A call to preach is a call to prepare. Put your face in a book. Read about the word of God. Rightly divided, dissected. This word be instant means to stand by. To always be ready. Y'all know. uh, I can't cook, so I don't really know much different except tasting. But I know that there's one thing when you make grits. There's another thing when it's instant grits. Disregard those of you who cook and you know what's best. We're just talking words. What is instant means all the ingredients are already there. Add water. Warm it up. Y'all ain't talking back to me. And scales, if, if I'm lying, then I'm dying. Many times you've seen me unprepared or didn't think I was prepared, but the word of God lived in my heart and all I had was a couple of minutes to pull it together and so all you got to do is add water and warm it up because the Lord chose me. The Lord anointed me to preach shackles off of folk, to put families back together, to save those that are lost and so I want to be Wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I ought to be able to preach the word. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Even if I just buried my grandmother, I ought to be able to still preach the word. If I'm down to my last dime, I ought to still be able to add water. Warm it up. Be, be, be instant. Be prepared. But here's the part that y'all don't want to hear. I tried to give you three shouts already. He says, part of preaching is correct and rebuke. And some of y'all think you want a preacher, not a pastor. When at some point the preacher still has to correct and rebuke. If I see you going astray and I love you. If I love him. I've got to correct and rebuke. Now, there are a whole lot of people who don't want correction. They don't want rebuke. But the word of God in Proverbs says that it's a fool who despises correction. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Pass free you in my personal business. That's my job. My job is your personal business to correct and to rebuke so that you can live the abundant life. Now, listen, if you don't like being uncomfortable, you don't want to hear preaching. If you don't want to be uncomfortable, then you have not prioritized the preach word of God in your life because every now and then the word of God is going to tell you some stuff you don't want to hear. What are you saying, Pastor Free? James said that the word of God is like looking in a mirror and seeing that you got a booger in your nose. Your tracks are showing. Your clothes are mismatched. You got sleep in your eyes. Two different colors of eyeshadow, and walk away and say, I look good. But I I wonder is there anybody in the room uh, that says I want the word of God uh, to straighten me up uh, to clean me up uh, to prepare me for what God has in store and 
nation. I knew it would get quiet right there. Matter of fact, I got in my nose. Move quickly. Be prepared. Correct and rebuke. Encourage. That preaching God's word ought to encourage you even when you feel discouraged. God's word ought to make you want to go on when you want to give up. Have I got a witness in here? Is there anybody who's ever heard a word from the Lord the day you were about Family, to I do hope and pray that you were blessed by the word of God today. And I do hope that I made an impact or an impression on your heart to prioritize God's word in your life every day. Uh, be a blessing to your man or woman of God that preaches to you the word of God. The word says that those who sow unto you spiritual things, it is your responsibility and obligation to sow unto them uh, material things. And in that way, if you want to be a blessing to me, if you want to be a blessing to Free Indeed Ministries, it's free the letter Indeed Ministries on Cash App. And my name D-E capital C-H-A-R-D Freeman Dollar sign in front of that on Cash App If you want to be a blessing Listen, I am so, so excited about what the Lord is doing in this season As a matter of fact, I got a new book that's about to come out next month Called Dear Young Preacher, Dear Young Pastor It's going to bless the nation It's going to be a resource to those who are young in the ministry uh, That means in years And also those uh, who are relatively new in the ministry, uh, preaching and pastoring. And so be on the lookout for that in the month of October. But you can get all types of free Indeed Ministries products at free, the letter Ministries.com. You can go there and get all of our uh, music, uh, our book, um, T-shirts, the whole nine. You can get all of that stuff on our website. So please, ma'am, please, sir, support the ministry. You can also do that by making sure you're subscribed <laughs> Subscribe almost took me out right there You are subscribed uh, to us on these platforms So that every Friday when the podcast comes out You get the notifications And you can hang out with us for just a little bit Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter The whole nine, all of those handles are free The letter ND Ministries um, Listen, I'm about to give away some flowers And then we'll get out of here for the day Today I want to give away flowers to my little brother uh, my young ministry pastor, DeAndre Marquis Ball. I want to thank God for uh, DeAndre. Listen, man, I don't know if you're going to be hearing me. Maybe you're out there on that truck today. Uh, but I want to publicly acknowledge how proud of you I am, man. I recently had an opportunity, a blessing to ordain uh, bars into the gospel ministry. Or to the, uh, another level of gospel ministry And I've just seen, man, tremendous strides over the years Your faithfulness to ALC Your faithfulness to your family Your faithfulness to me uh, You've gone through your fair share of struggles and, and hardships, brother And I believe each time you have come out um, You know, better, stronger, wiser And so to watch you grow in God And as a man and as a husband and as a father Has uh, done my heart good I've been encouraged to see your perseverance and your strength And I just declare God's best blessings and favor and anointing over your life man i pray that every prophecy of good things that has been spoken of your life come to pass i pray that you not be weary in well doing because you are doing well man take these flowers from your boy free i'm proud of you man i love you stay in the fight boy yeah
Y'all, it's been another Free Indeed Friday podcast. It's the re-up, you heard. Anyway, before I let you go and get back to your day, uh, let me pray for you. Uh, Again, I do hope and pray that the time that we've spent together, the content has been a blessing to your life. Let's look to the Lord. Most holy and righteous God, we bless your name. We thank you for the privilege and opportunity to call on your name, to know that the God of the universe desires an intimate relationship with filthy, wretched, ratchet creatures. Lord God, we come asking now in the name of Jesus that this time together has been an encouragement, beneficial, maybe even entertaining to someone who is downtrodden, somebody who's discouraged, maybe going through depression. Father God, I pray that the things that have come out of my mouth, the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart has been pleasing in your sight. Oh God, my strength and my redeemer. I come praying in the name of Jesus that you forgive us for all of our sins. We are sinful creatures. We fall short of your glory and we stand in need of your forgiveness. And now, Father, I pray that your word that has gone forth would not return void. That all of us need to take an introspective look at our lives and our priorities and see where it is that perhaps we need to put some things that we are prioritizing on the back burner to make room for you in first place in our lives. Lord God, we know that your word is important. It's a light to our feet, a lamp to our pathway. Lord God, I come praying in the name of Jesus, that your people in this season would fall back in love with the word of God. We live in a society, a day and age that uh, pushes all types of messages of wickedness and darkness. And God, because we are not students of your word, we are easily taken advantage of. Even people in the church who call themselves preachers and call themselves pastors are manipulating people by the scriptures. And so it is important. It's imperative. It's necessary. Lord, God, that we have a steady and healthy diet of your word in our lives. And Lord God, I just come praying for our nation, praying for our country, praying for those who have been devastated by natural disaster, praying, Lord God, for those who are living, oh God, through very devastating times in their family lives. Individuals have lost loved ones and many individuals have lost jobs and are wondering where their next meal is coming from. But you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And we thank you in advance. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask your blessings, your favor over your people in a supernatural, undeniable way. It's in the matchless name of Jesus our Christ that we do pray and ask these things by faith. Amen. And thank God. Family, thank you again for joining another Free It D Friday podcast. I hope you have a blessed day. If you're not catching this on Friday morning, whenever you catch it, I do hope and pray the spirit of God slap you around a little bit and make you Jesus happy. In Jesus name, uh, you be blessed. It's Pastor Free. I love you. And there's nothing you could do about it. Ah, hello. Jesus go with you 
Jesus go with you forever. 